Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show with your hosts, Jesse McCullough and Nick Dorch. We will talk quality of healthcare and explore what that actually means. Let's dig into performance measurements, the equip platform, and maybe de-stress and divert from the pharmacy conversation with occasional talk about nerdy passions and hobbies. Without further ado, here's Jesse and special guest, me, Brittany Love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse McCullough, and today we have something very, very special for you. Normally, uh, I'm joined by Nick, but Nick is out on assignment this week, and I have somebody that I want to introduce you to. And it's really not much of an introduction because you've heard her voice before, but now we're actually going to get to talk to her. So uh, I'd like to welcome Brittany Love to our podcast. Brittany, how are you doing today? Hi, Jesse. I am well today. Uh, very excited to be here. Um, exciting things that we have coming from the Quality Corner podcast. So happy to be a guest, guest speaker today. Well, we're, we're really happy to have you. For our audience out, out, out there in uh, podcast land, do you mind sharing with them just a little bit about what you do here at Pharmacy Quality Solutions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my day-to-day experience at PQS As pharmacy account manager, I primarily uh, communicate with a lot of the independent pharmacies, um, some PSAOs, a few regional chains that I partner with, um, really just getting to a place to assist them with engaging with the Equip platform, um, getting them to a better understanding of all of the health plans, the QIP programs they can possibly help with, um, and how Equip can better better assist them from a day-to-day perspective. So it sounds like you have a pretty full plate here at, uh, at, at PQS. I absolutely do, but I had plenty of time to take a part and be a part of this podcast. Um, the other episodes that you and Nick have recorded have been awesome, so hoping that I can uh, assist in partially filling shoes here while Nick is out on assignment this week. Oh, I'm sure you're going to do fine here, Brittany. Uh, you, you, you've made a lot of relationships with a lot of pharmacy groups, and I, I know you've done some unique things here recently. So what are some of the things you've been, been up to uh, more recently? Yeah. Uh, well, recently, myself and Zach Renfro, another member of the uh, client services team here at PQS, we got to go out to sunny San Diego um, for a few days, and we attended the National Community Pharmacist Association meeting. Um, or NCPA, just to be quick and easy. We have a lot of acronyms in the pharmacy world. So I know most people typically relate to that being the NCPA conference. Um, We got a chance to meet with a lot of pharmacists um, that are highly engaged with the Equip platform. Uh, We actually hosted one of our user group meetings. We did one earlier this year at the American Pharmacists Association, um, APHA back in Seattle that Nick actually hosted. Um, So myself, Zach, and Jeff Newell, three of us hosted our user group meeting there um, with our pharmacists in the community space um, just to get their feedback on the platform and what else we can do to help them and be successful moving forward to 2020. So that sounds like an exciting time, especially whenever you're able to uh, interface with the end users. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes uh, to be able to get the performance reports out there to the pharmacists so they can do something with it. Um, with the group that you interfaced with, what, were, what was maybe one of the hot topics that, that was brought up at that, at that meeting? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of the pharmacists at NCPA, the great thing about working with them directly is that 
we want to do as much as we can to be as interactive as possible to assist them in every space um, with their community uh, and in their pharmacies. That's why they're community pharmacists, right? Um, so a lot of their topics they wanted to discuss with us were, um, you know, the, the impact that they can have on performance measures and just having the clarity that equip in that platform sense really gives visibility to those performance measures, how they can make those impact, where their places for opportunities are and for improvement. Um, another kind of key uh, interesting things they brought up were just how um, out of stocks and recalls could possibly affect their performance measure scores. Um, and how some of those, you know, topics may play into a portion of really the quality they can get out to their patients and how they can ultimately help them. You know, I, I really love whenever we have the opportunity to talk with community pharmacies, pharmacies and pharmacists, and as they are becoming more and more aware of these uh, measures and how they work, uh, just topics like this, that's such a tremendous topic to, uh, to, to be able to discuss. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, you know, my experience, uh, just for everyone there in podcast world to know what my background has been. Um, I've worked in uh, specialty pharmacy, I've worked in community, I've worked retail, I've worked hospital pharmacy. So um, I have, you know, plenty of experience from my old days of, you know, what the return of stocks, what out of stocks, what recalls, what all those things could possibly do to your typical day-to-day -day workflow. Uh, so Jesse, do you actually have any memories of recalls, you know, during your dispensing days? I know that you are our director of quality programs, so you are the superhero of all great things, quality programs here at PQS, but I know that you probably have some really great stories uh, of your dispensing days. Oh, I, I have uh, more than I care to uh, recall. Um, you know, I, I can remember a, a class one recall on uh, epinephrine auto injectors and, you know, trying to get a hold of, primarily of parents uh, to make sure that they had an appropriate product. I, I, I can remember some tough times with getting some thyroid medication. Mm -hmm. um, and this is, this is really going to age me, but uh, I remember uh, we got to be the end of the year and, uh, uh, you couldn't get your hands on propoxyphene tablets. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever you start dealing with controlled substances and, and uh, not having enough of that, that, that was, uh, those were some tough times back then uh, uh, to be able to, uh, to, to deal with those. But um, those all happened in the days before we had performance measures, right? And, yeah. and now there's an added level of complexity that's put, it in, put into the marketplace because of the, of the performance measures. Absolutely. And I guarantee you, Jesse, these days and times probably can't say propoxyphene three times fast at this point. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it one time fast. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, it was a very different time um, than for, you know, how pharmacies are expected to perform, you know, now on a day-to-day -day basis when they have these medication-related quality measures that they have to adhere to and definitely having those you know, medication shortages and recalls can absolutely affect what your performance is and how you can put into it today. Um, so what would your approach be? What's a recommendation that you would give to a pharmacy? You know, we are absolutely client facing and we speak to the pharmacists often, but um, again, great to hear from, from you on what your approach to quality and those measures would be today. Absolutely. I would, I would tell you, Brittany, that I would approach this uh, from, from three points. Um, I'm, I'm more of a 3D type guy, if you will, but uh, uh, the three points that I would look at would be the technical angle, the clinical angle, and then the tactical mm -hmm. angle. Okay. 
Um, so I know for the most part, from a clinical and tactical perspective, I think most um, community pharmacists or other just pharmacists in that in general aspect will probably get exactly what that means. But from a technical perspective, um, what do you mean? Do you mean including equip in their day-to-day, which was what we always want to promote, right? But, um, you know, what, what's your technical perspective of that? Yeah, I'll tell you, some of the the best growth I have had professionally in the last decade has been to get a better understanding of the different performance measures that exist in the marketplace. And that's what I mean whenever I say technical. I, I think we need to make sure that we have a good understanding of the technical nature of the measure. Uh, what's, what all is being measured in, in, in that particular measure? You want a high score, you want a low score. Uh, what goes into that? And the, and the better you understand that, then the better you can make uh, you know, tactical and clinical decisions after that, you know, so I'm, I'm just going to, I know in the marketplace right now, there's always a lot of excitement around the adherence measures. And so mm-hmm. there's three main adherence measures that, that we're look, looking at the, uh, the RASA for, uh, for hypertension, uh, the uh, non-insulin uh, diabetes measure, and then you have your cholesterol measure, which focuses on the statins. But when you, when you look at something, and I'm going to just pick on the RASA measure for right now. Um, That measure actually looks at three different classes of medication. It looks at your ACE inhibitors, it looks at your um, angiotensin uh, receptor blockers, your ARBs, and it looks at your uh, direct renin inhibitors. Um, So you have three different groups there. And so when you understand the technical uh, nature of the measure, you'll see that you can sort of... um, bounce back and forth, if you will, from one class to the other. And the measure uh, Mm -hmm. is sharp enough that it is able to pick up. So, you know, just uh, for for example, if you had a patient that was on an ACE inhibitor, the ACE inhibitor is not available for whatever reason. Um, You know, you can switch to a different class within that measure and the measure keeps on, keeps on keeping on and and, and the patient can look adherent. Um, You you know, when, if you were to have a scenario where uh, you have a patient on an ACE inhibitor, the ACE inhibitor is no longer available and you switch to a class outside of the measure, then what happens is, is that patient can look non-adherent. They, they can still be treated for, for hypertension, uh, but the measure is not capturing and the measure is looking for that patient. So I think that's something that's very, very important um, for our, um, for our pharmacists out there in the community to understand is, is that, you know, this, you actually have a pretty wide channel. And I, I would even suggest that if you looked at the, the diabetes measure, you have a wider channel because uh, there's so many different classes of non-insulin uh, uh, diabetes meds out there, but it, measures are always looking for something in that class to, to, to be measuring. Yeah, they absolutely are. And to piggyback off of your comment there, um, Jesse, just in regards to, you know, being on one medication that would be in the Raza class versus one that's not, if you're looking at a patient who is taking their oral diabetics, they're taking them month to month, and then they have, you know, some kind of change where they're leaning then into now getting an insulin medication that those things are not being calculated in our, in the measure distribution. That's no longer a pharmacy data claim that we would be taking um, internally to actually put that back out into your performance scores. Um, so, you know, once we look at those things technically and we're able to check those boxes to say, yes, this patient has done, we've done what we could as, you know, from a pharmacist perspective of getting them on these medications that are in those right classes, you would then recommend that we're wanting to look to those patients into the format of how they administer care from a clinical perspective. Is that the kind of the right frame of thought in, in that perspective? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You know, so my, the first thing I would look at would be the technical. The second thing would be the clinical. Uh, so we have a lot of different drugs in the marketplace. Some have different indications or different uses. Uh, and that's something you want to make sure that you're, uh, that, that you're addressing as well. Um, I, you know, and there, there's probably a lot of, uh, of sort of blanket statements you would make about a class of medications, but some do have uh, more uh, specific indications that you need to be aware of. And if that's what you're dealing with with this particular patient, you want to be alert to that. It's not yeah. just, uh, uh, it's not necessarily a cut and paste, you know, from point A to point B. So I, I would make sure that we are uh, on, on the right page clinically with the diagnosis that the patient has and that we're moving forward in the right direction there. Absolutely. Um, and then when we're looking at that, that third and final approach, you know, we've touched on technical, touched on clinical, so we have a better understanding of that. Um, and of course, you know, again, speaking to what pharmacists would know day to day, their tactical approach would have to be what they would do every day in the pharmacy, right? And how they can get their staff and everyone in, involved in that process. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, my perspective is always that it takes a team to really drive these things, uh, you know, and what I've seen in, you know, conversations with hundreds of stores across the country is that when a, when a full pharmacy team is involved, uh, we generally speaking see much stronger scores. Uh, and so when you have the full team involved, then you have different tactics that you're able to leverage with this. So you're able to, uh, uh, to, to, to take the steps if you need to get a new prescription or, or to get a prescription changed. Uh, you know, whenever any of that stuff happens, you know, I think that the disclaimer that I need to throw out there is make sure that you're obeying all your state laws and regulations yes. <laughs> as far as what that is. Uh, you know, I'm not advocating for anybody doing anything uh, uh, that, 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 that's not lawful there by, by, by any means. Uh, but, you know, tactical stuff is also being able to look ahead and say, you know what, uh, we, we need to get this patient changed because we don't have this product in stock. Uh, let's, let's be ahead of the game. Let's be proactive with that. Um, you know, let's make sure that we're ordering in the product so that we, we, we're not dealing with this after the fact, you, you know, and so that, when, when, especially when it comes to the adherence, the, the adherence measures, and especially as we get later in the year, these days become so precious. And, you know, having any disruption where you miss a couple of days, um, you know, for any reason, you know, the physician's out of town, you can't get a product in for another day, whatever it turns out to be, that can be quite serious um, for, uh, uh, for, for your uh, adherence measure. And so, uh, you know, I want to encourage people just to be thinking through those steps and, and, and taking those steps so that you're managing your inventory and you know that those, those prescriptions are, are going to be coming in, you're going to have the product to be able to match that up, fill it, and, and keep that patient on track for the, uh, for the long haul. Yeah, absolutely, Jesse. I think you brought up some really great perspectives, um, just from an, an understanding the full model of what you can really do in the pharmacy and who can all be a part of that. Um, as a follow-up to the point that you made, you know, with wanting to make sure that you're connecting with, you know, the physician, if you patient has a dose change and you got a question about it, well, the physician's out of town. Um, I think for, um, in, in lieu of the original subject of connecting with NCPA that a lot of those community pharmacists typically are working with, you know, similar clinicians on a regular basis because they're, those patients are typically, you know, they're directly in the community and they're usually working with those same, the same people they see often. So um, another recommendation that I would have from, from the tactical store approach is definitely to work with those clinicians as much as you possibly can. Um, if you have a, a stronger connection, a stronger relationship with them, 
um, that, you know, continuing down the line of making sure that you're not missing two or three days out of a patient's dose or that there isn't, you know, going to be a back order on a medication and having an issue with that, um, staying abreast on what, you know, those state regulations actually are and who needs to be included with what. Um, I think all those things are really going to be important. Um, back to your technical perspective, just wanting to pull in that there's a lot of great things on the equip platform that can actually help with giving the understanding of what that technical process actually is. We have tons of resources. Um, our video educational library is there um, where you would you all would actually see myself and Jesse featured in those videos. Um, you know, hear our voice, see our beautiful faces. Uh, and then of course our resources on just what those quality measures are, what medications go into them, what you need to do, um, and even to uh, the quality measure statin use for person with diabetes and then, you know, other statin measures that we now have in the dashboard, we now know that um, statin intensity could possibly be something that you would need. Well, there is, you know, the table that's there on the resources section in Equip that can actually help you with that. We now have those designations that are attached to those, uh, those possible patient outliers that you would have in the dashboard. So, um, you know, a lot of those things that Jesse definitely pulled to from a um, technical, clinical, and tactical perspective, we can absolutely assist with in the platform, but of course, staying abreast with your community, all those people that involved and definitely making it a team effort. Um, there is no I in team, so definitely making it um, more informative for everyone that's involved will probably produce the best outcome for the patient. Absolutely, absolutely. Brittany, um, I think it's about time that we uh, wrap this up, and I wanna just uh, take a moment here to say thank you. Uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your uh, busy schedule to drop in here and spend a few minutes with us and uh, with our listeners out here. And I also wanna make sure that I take a moment to say thank you uh, to the listener. Uh, we appreciate you taking uh, some time today to be with us. I wanna encourage you to do a couple things. Number one, uh, I wanna encourage you to share this podcast with two friends. Because if you share it with two friends and then they share it with two friends, that's really going to help us get the word out about our podcast. Uh, we also want to hear from you. So if you have any questions that you would like us to address as topics on future episodes, uh, please email us. Uh, just send us an email to uh, info at pharmacyquality.com. That's info at pharmacyquality.com. Just let us know what's on your mind, and uh, we would love to be able to address that and uh, talk about the things that you're thinking about as well. Uh, today it was Brittany and I. Other times it's Nick and I, and we're going to be uh, introducing you to other uh, members of the PQS team here over the next several weeks. We come together here so that we can share our perspectives and our insights on what's happening in the performance measurement space. And we wanna help you become as effective as possible in how you care for your patients. So until next time, we wish you well. Thank you, Jesse. See you guys next time.